everybody. Welcome to The Midlife Gamers, the show about two guys in their 30s talking video games. My name is Corey Beasley, and once again, joining me on controller number two is my good friend Ashton Strong. Ashton, welcome back, sir. Welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> It's me. Hey, what's up? That's Ashton. His little his little YouTube tag. Yep. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Doing doing pretty good. Feeling pretty basic. Today. Pretty basic today. Bought myself a new wardrobe recently, and it's like the most basic basic bitch stuff you could get. Like just plain <laughs> non designed clothes and just sweats. I, I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I know <laughs> there isn't. But I mean, hey, you know, from what I can see right I'm now, old. you're looking, you're looking pretty fresh. You got yeah, your beanie I mean, on. You got a nice yeah. little coat on. You look, you're looking good. You look warm. I am very warm. <laughs> very warm. So we've been, uh, we've been gone for a couple weeks now. Um, life has gotten chaotic for me with my kids back to school and having to do with a mix of home learning and at, at, or at school learning. And uh, on top of that, I've been getting back to work a lot more. Now it's, uh, it's crunch time again. We're getting into the holiday season. I've needed to work. And to top it all off, I ended up catching the freaking Black Plague and got sick as hell. Uh, started off with just a normal head cold. And it was just stuffy. And then eventually moved down into my throat and chest and it was absolutely brutal i'm still kind of recovering from it right now um but thankfully it is uh it is behind us so uh happy to be back it's like i said it's been a couple weeks for us now so we are happy to be back with episode 13 thank you for Um, your follow other than that i uh i haven't done much i've streamed a little bit we've had i've had some really good streams i Finally, 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 finally beat Sekiro. I, I killed Ishin the Sword Saint, Ishin the Glock Saint, Ishin the Lightning Saint. You I did destroyed it. him. You Took beat me- the hardest from software game, and you never have to touch those awful games ever again. Not true. <laughs> what do you mean, not true? Because part of me wants to go for platinum. <laughs> don't be a fool. Don't. Do- you know it's harder on New Game Plus. I don't care. <laughs> it's like tremendously harder. I do not care. This does right. not bother me. It's do, like, do you, bro? Do you? I'm taking a break from them. I'm taking a break from the From Software games. Like right Is now. Is that smart though? If you're going after a Palatinum, you gotta retain the skills. I, you gotta yeah. retain your skills, bro. Yeah, I just three more playthroughs of that game right now. Three. <laughs> yes, dude. It requires four playthroughs to beat it. Not worth it. <laughs> not worth it i mean honestly if i do platinum that game it will probably be my proudest platinum <laughs> so who knows it could happen might not happen probably won't happen <laughs> all right just realistic uh, goals we've had this conversation where it's like you got games you beat and games you plat mm-hmm. i don't think from software games are plat games you should go after well, I don't think they're that, achievable i don't think that all the other ones require four playthroughs to platinum them. I'm pretty sure at least three for all of them. I mean, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, endings-wise, because, like, Sekiro has four completely different endings. I'm pretty sure Bloodborne has three endings. Uh, Dark Souls 3 has two endings. I think all the Dark Souls have two, but okay. a lot of people do three playthroughs just because of... You know, things happen in the game. Yeah, they're, they're they're like 
live living games and then some NPC you need for a quest just is over there and he dies and you're like, well, that's it. He's dead. <laughs> I know there was like some like ninja guy who was guarding like this little cave with that had like an item inside it. And every time I went to go talk to him, he's like, oh, it's like I you have to go do this thing. But he doesn't really tell you what the thing is. He's like, it's like we both know what it is you have to do. And I'm assuming like if I do the mission that he would open the gate and I get to go do the thing. Well, I never figured out what the mission was. And then later on in the game, you end up sneaking in to that room anyways. And I got the stuff that was in the chest. And then I walk out the door with him standing there. And I'm thinking he's going to be like, hey, how did you do that? Now we have to fight. And he was like, nope. I'm just going to keep standing here. And I'm just going to talk to you again about being like a ninja. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. And then I'm like, you know what? For the hell of it, I'm going to try and hit him with my sword and see what happens. And he died. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens to NPCs. That's why you got to be careful when you're near somebody and you put down the controller with From Software games. In Bloodborne, do you know how many times I almost killed that stupid level up doll? So many times. So just an accidental, like you put down the controller, you swing, and you're like just a pixel off from killing this person. Yep. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We love you from software. You make the best games. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> Miyazaki's a hack. But He's no, not a hack. He's very talented. Lately, uh, streaming-wise, uh, I have dove into the backlog, and I am playing Infamous Second Son right now. That's a good game. And I'm pretty much, aside from doing like more story-based missions, I'm like almost done with the first Evil playthrough. <laughs> like, I mean, it's short. I told it's you. It's super it, short. Like, it's oh my like God, the, 15 hours max, the I map think, for is both tiny. sides. Yeah. Like, it's a very tiny In map. comparison to... Um, what were they called? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Infamous uh, 1 and 2. It was New, New Marais. Was, was that the yes, second Yes, that was the second one. That, that was, was the second, second one. one. It's like Imperials. Not Imperials. Something. Empire City. Em or yeah, something Empire like that. It's supposed, City, to be, yeah. uh, it's supposed to be a proxy New for New York. Yeah, and then, then the second one is supposed to be... Um, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a beautiful game. Uh, I will say that about Second Son. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. Uh, that was like my, uh, the first game I think I platted on PS4. Nice. Um, I got it midnight release. I played through like half of the uh, uh, Karma side. And oh, it's the pixels. Not the pixels. The particle effects and everything. Just yeah. the smoke effect. The powers are amazing. Just like they're not normal powers you would think in a superhero game like. i will i will say this about the game is it does seem especially if you're playing on a 4k tv and you have hdr turned on it's dark like you have to jack the brightness like all the way up in the settings otherwise like the game itself visually is just holy my, crap like it's it's like i can't see anything it's so my dark. Uh, <laughs> my tv is hdr cap capable mm -hmm. capable um but like i honestly I don't think games are well tuned to HDR overall anyways. I think it, uh, I think it depends on the game. It I'm, does, but most games I've played with it are the colors are usually washed out um, or it's like overly bright. Um, they're, they're not very deep colors and stuff. Newer games like Avengers has HDR. That's perfect. It's flawless. Mm -hmm. Colors are the way it's supposed to be. 
but like say ESO or any like Final Fantasy 15 had a HDR. Yep. Yeah, they they were they just crank up internal brightness and I I don't have the time to adjust well, either. The nice my thing TV is TV. about both of my TVs, I have a uh, I have a Samsung Q70R in my living room, and then I have an LG uh, 50 inch TV in my bedroom, and both of them are automatic HDR. So if the game I'm playing doesn't support HDR, like it's not gonna allow the PS4 to force the hdr like the, it will only work if the game has hdr the system has hdr turned on and i have my the hdr turned oh that's on the my TV. same same with my tv so the nice thing is if i if i am playing a game that like an older ps4 game that's not necessarily hdr capable my tv doesn't try to force the the hdr on so i don't have to worry about worry about any of that which is kind of nice so but enough about me man how's how's your past couple weeks been what you been um, up to i'm i'm doing fine so I've been doing a lot of YouTube stuff. I put out two videos every day, hour-long episodes of two various games. Um, a couple weeks ago, I actually completed a Marvel's Avengers story mode one, which, as a whole, that story mode, pretty good. Yeah. And when I played it, it did not have the bugs so many people complain about. Uh, obviously, that's early access and launch week bugs expect it please don't i don't know why people are like this game's going to be flawless when we play it no that's not how games work now what do you mean <laughs> that's I expect not perfection for my 60 dollars nope that's not no 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 that's not how we do games industry anymore <laughs> um but like i do get the complaints about end game for that like it's very bare bones like you're fighting there's two super villains in the whole game one exclusive to story mode. So overall, three. Just three. And two of them? I'll say one of them is kind of like a lesser known one. They're not that important. It's Taskmaster. The other one, Abomination, is a Hulk enemy. And then MODOK. And it's it's not the greatest endgame. I, I can see why. This is a point I wanted to bring up. Why there's only less than a thousand people playing it now on Steam. Because, yeah, there's nothing to do and it sucks. <laughs> um and then another playthrough i completed was jedi fallen order and i got the plat on recording so that what? last episode you literally see it go off right before credits nice. and that is an 8 out of 10 game Ooh, it would be better but there's like some bugs to it overall like there's like some laziness. Example, there's whenever you open a chest, your little robot friend goes into the chest, he jiggles it around, you get an item. There's chests underwater, and it does that same animation and even the same dialogue, but he stays on your back. So he, Cal is acting like, oh, you got in there, really, bud? And he's just not. And it's like, why didn't you make a new animation? There's like there's like 30 chests underwater too. It's not like it's just one and done. No, it's it's a lot of them and it just kind of feels like you did you try? But uh yeah, I found out what happened to the holocron. It's well, gone. It's just don't I haven't beat it yet. So it, Well, like one, I'm sorry. Like you one chapter of the Star Wars story that I am not fully familiar with yet. Well, so. I spoiled it for you. It's gone. Yeah, you did. Bye. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. It's a good adventure. And okay. honestly, the ending of that game is you, even beyond the hologram, it's not even important in terms of like the actual experience. Um, but yeah, I beat that. And now I'm playing Control again. Control is a great game. It's very spooky. I fought an old god spider thing that shot black holes out of a big eyeball. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the other game I'm currently playing through is a spooky murdered soul suspect. It's one of the launch games for PS4. You play as a dead detective and you're a cop. And I'm a cop. I'm a ghost cop. Who killed me? I'll find out. It's the sixth sense the game. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. Because you do run into a, a little girl that can see you and it's like, I don't know. It's it's very obvious launch title. They didn't try too hard. But hey, it's out there. Yeah. I, the playthrough will actually be finished this week. Probably the same with Control. So who knows? Besides <laughs> my YouTube stuff, I want to play through all of Resident Evil. But Resident Evil apparently confuses me. And I get overburdened. <laughs> apparently, I played on normal. I thought it was hard. And I was like, okay, I get, yeah, this is hard because you literally have no ammo and there's like a thousand zombies everywhere. But no, that was just normal. So I don't know how anyone would beat hard. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's beyond me. What, you get one bullet, one green herb, the whole playthrough. That's, I don't know. One green but herb. Yeah, uh, over this weekend when you're gone, I'm probably going to do full day streams of as many as much Resident Evil as I can. Nice. I want to at least get through three. Nice. So after I'm done with zero, I'm like a third through the game. I will hopefully play through all of number two in a day and three in like an afternoon because three is super short. Nice. But besides that, you nice, know, dude. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Speaking of my my going away there, I will be heading out Thursday. So this will be the episode for this week. And then we'll be back next week with with episode 14. Um, but, yeah, no, Thursday I will be I'll be close to you. I'll be in Albany for Thursday. Hey. night. I'll be there Thursday night seeing my dad and staying at my buddy Drew's house. And then Friday morning I am heading up to Vermont and New Hampshire uh, to spend nice four days away. Just me and the lady. No kids. No nothing. Some some peace and quiet for a few days. It's going to be really nice. Um, well, I am excited. Be in the air, 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 area words. Hey, I'm here. Check it I, out. I hey. know. I know. I'm trying hey. to plan everything. I'm only going to be in Albany for just a very short period of time. Hey, man. So. Even if it's ten bucks, <laughs> we get a beer. Hey, bob bing, bob boom. Well, we'll see if we can make something work out because I know we're going to be getting out there kind of early on on Thursday, and I can't go to Drew's house until after five p.m. So well, probably probably going to be getting lunch to my dad. So maybe we can maybe we can catch a midday beer. Okay. So we can do that. We can do that. So Thursday. So <laughs> see that everyone out there. That's friendship. <laughs> Podcast partners. <laughs> um. So. Ashton, yep. you got your two truths and a lie. Yeah, and you know what? Surprisingly, I remember what they are. Re okay, we'll run down them, because I don't remember um, what they are. <laughs> it was me seeing the entireties of Care Bears, My Little Pony, Sailor Moon. Yes, I'm a 35-year-old man. I'm not 35 yet. I just say 35. Um, so, which one of those is a lie? Which ones have I not even even dabbled in? Have you not even dabbled in? Uh, I mean, I've seen like an episode of each one, obviously. So what was the options again? Care Bears, 
My Little Pony, oh, My Little Pony, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go Care Bears. No, no, no. Surprisingly, all out, out of all three of those, Care Bears is like my one of my favorite things. Even to this day, I love Care Bears. Care Bears is great. <laughs> I've seen all the movies. All the movies. The bad ones. <laughs> They're all bad. Um, I've seen all Sailor Moon. All like four major arcs. I've seen some of Crystal, but I'm talking original series, obviously. And I've only seen like one episode of the original My Little Ponies. Of the and o- I'm not talking OG, about with like like original My Little Pony, not the not current. like Rainbow Dash, yeah. like cool yeah. modern brony stuff. No, I'm talking to like the, they're old. I don't yes. know. I don't, yes, like Hanna Barbera era, basically. <laughs> Not really. I don't know if it was Hanna Barbera era. It wasn't Hanna Barbera. I'm just was, saying, like it was 80s. The age, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 70s, 80s for sure. Well, I was wrong, <laughs> I, and I had a feeling I was going to be wrong on that one, but that was a good one. I love Care Bears, bro. That was a good one. Do you so, know who my favorite Care Bear is? It's the one who's always depressed and like fucking just my, on the edge my, of my killing himself. My favorite Care Bear wasn't even a damn bear. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're the, those are the Care Bear <laughs> cousins, bro. <laughs> And that's Lionheart. <laughs> yes, He's I the know. leader of the cousins. <laughs> he has a little crown on his heart. Yep. See, I love Care Bears, bro. <laughs> now we got to get a Care Bears emote. <laughs> Fucking love them. I used to also ro- watch Rainbow Bright, as someone mentioned in chat. Yep. Rainbow Bright, yep. also my shit. Yep. I remember. If it was a girl's cartoon, I watched it, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Gender, gender norms, bro. Hey, it's 2020. I thought we were past hey, that. Man. We weren't past that in the 80s, but power, power to the 80s kids. Power to the 80s kids. We grew up wise beyond our years. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know how wise, but but wise. Wise enough to be like gender norms are stupid. Yes, it's true. <laughs> you could be whatever you want to be. Remember that out there. <laughs> Well, I'm going to dive into some gaming news here in just a second. But before we do, before we do, we got to do our shout out to our streamer of the week. And this week is actually going to be two streamers because we missed out on the past two weeks. I have a list of of streamers (coughs) who I have become fans of, become friends with, people who I want to support because they in turn support us. Uh, They we they they shout out our show. They are here viewing at times. um, And honestly, we wouldn't be where we are with some of the streaming that we're doing right now without some of the help of some of these people. So this is just my way of giving back to them, our way of giving back to them and hoping that people here, if you don't already know who we're talking about, you will go and check them out because there are some awesome people. Give me one second because my tablet just turned off. All right. So first streamer of the week is Frenchie4185. Uh, Frenchie, I met through the Team Reaper Discord. He's part of Team... What's that? No, he's not French. No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> At least I don't think he is. <laughs> he has an huh? English accent, so <laughs> he cool. could be. <laughs> he could. You're right. I mean, he could be. Um, French has got a great channel. He's he's he, yeah. He's from he's from the UK. See exactly. There you go. <laughs> right. Um, 
uh, he's a good dude. He's got a really entertaining stream. Um, he's both in the Reaper Discord as well as uh, Team Bearded Discord, which is another Discord uh, that I have joined recently with some amazing, awesome people. And speaking of the Team Bearded Discord, second shout out goes out to Bad and Bearded TV. This guy is absolutely awesome. Hella fun streams to watch. Uh, he currently has a contest going on his stream right now where if he reaches 400 subs, you can win yourself a next-gen console of your choice, be it oh. the PS5, be it the Xbox One. And I do believe that if you don't want either one of those, that he is willing to send you a gift card or the money of the cash value so you can put it towards a new graphics card or some new streaming equipment or anything you want cool, like cool, that. Cool. Um, he's pacing pretty well. Uh, get to get your name on there, you can go and sub to his channel, or if you're already subbed to his channel, you can gift a sub, or you can sub and gift and get multiple entries into it. Um, but definitely go check out Bad and Bearded. It is B-A-D n-b-e-a-r-d-e-d underscore tv and that's at twitch and go uh go check him out go show him some love he's an awesome guy both him and frenchie are awesome guys uh frenchie is a mod in both the reaper and uh and bearded's discord as well so those two actually know each other too uh two awesome guys so go check him out go show him and some love. if you see the vod he's literally in chat right at this he time he is he is he is bad and bearded is here with us right now so but he's an awesome guy so please go show him some love go check him out and go enter his contest it's literally only 4.99 to sub to a twitch streamer uh you can sub to him you can sub to us whoever you want to sub to but if you want to enter a contest for a chance to win a ps5 or a xbox series x go throw him a sub and also on top of that too for anybody who doesn't know if you are an Amazon Prime member, you can subscribe to anyone you want for free, uh, which through is Prime awesome right Gaming. Now. Yes, through Prime Gaming. Um, so a lot of you, I know a lot of people were probably on Amazon today because today and tomorrow are Prime Day. There's a lot of good deals. Hell yeah! On games and I got toys myself cold brew bags. I uh, I got my kids a couple couple Christmas presents today, so I was productive on there. That was that was really good. So, but now, now, let's get to some news. News war. <laughs> the console wars rage on. Will the next gen weapons defeat their enemies? <laughs> so before I dive into any hot topics, <clears throat> I needed to, or I need to correct myself you made mistakes um, i did i made you a couple up, bro. I, I made a couple mistakes on last week's episode um and actually got reached out to by a couple listeners uh one of them being mosh pit meltdown who is another awesome streamer and i really really appreciate the honest feedback that we're getting from listeners that's, if, that's if, how you know we're, we're making it when we're told we're wrong exactly no but but at the same time this i want to kind of open the floor up here and say like hey if we're talking about a certain topic and you think we're wrong or we are wrong call us out us. call us out call us filthy dirty liars whoa whoa don't do that part <laughs> we may be mistaken but trust us we believe what we're saying at the time <laughs> exactly we do our best 
to research the facts, verify the facts and everything before we bring it to the show. I don't know about verify. I, I try my best <laughs> to verify. Like, I'll, I'll find something and be like, hmm, let me see. Let me see if a couple sources are talking like a lot about of times, this. <laughs> a lot of times I'll read something and be like, oh, yeah. And then, like, I'll remember that information, like, impartially wrong, like, a week later. But, hey. <laughs> We're podcasters. Call us out. But in all honesty, like seriously, listeners, viewers, everything, if we are wrong about something, please let us know because we are definitely going to want to correct ourselves. Um, So anyways, going back to the last episode, we were talking about the Xbox, the Game Pass, um, and just like kind of like what was happening with both of them as both systems are approaching launch and like honestly what both of them are trying to market and go for uh one thing that we had talked about a little bit was not even a little bit we talked about kind of extensively was microsoft's acquisition of zenimax media and of course coming with that was bethesda Mm -hmm. and how i basically kind of spoke saying like oh this 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 means nothing. Um, oh no, it means it's it's. There's not going to be exclusives. There's no way they're not they're not going to make these games exclusive for Xbox. Oh, we were so wrong. Oh yeah, that was so wrong. Oh yeah. They, anything yeah. that's in the works for any other system right now is on the works for that. But beyond anything else, new projects, that's Xbox only. Yeah. Yep. So I was uh, I was wrong about that one. And then the other thing that I was wrong about is when I was talking about Game Pass. Um, I made the comment saying, like, I I like Game Pass as a service, but kind of called it a glorified rental service because I had said that, okay, a game comes on to Game Pass and it's there for a few months or maybe not even that long and then it leaves. Well, that is true for some games. I was under the I thought the conversation was going forward. That's how we felt that was how it would play out. Oh, I was just saying in general how I like that was my opinion of Game Pass just because oh. of my my limited use of it. Um but where I was wrong is the fact that anything that is a um uh Xbox like exclusive title like games like Halo, uh Gears of War, those are going to stay up on there forever. Like they're they're not coming down. Um there's actually quite a few titles that are on Game Pass that will be up there forever as long as they continue to own the rights to it um Mm -hmm. it's actually very few games that come off uh it's it's only and it's only about like three to four games each time they do remove games um so i have to assume it's only like big publishers like square or like maybe not ea but maybe like activision like i know for now uh final fantasy 15 was added but it's under a limited time slot Mm-hmm. So I, I have to assume it's kind of like flagship titles for companies that they yeah. don't want. Yep. Yep. So, but that is, uh, that is where I was, I was wrong. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of cool. I kind of, uh, I kind of came off, I guess, as a little bit of an Xbox hater because I was so wrong. I so. mean, let's be real, Corey, <laughs> out of both of us. <laughs> For some reason, I'm the one that defends them more often than not. But the thing is, I'm I'm tr- like I'm trying not to be as biased anymore. I've actually been playing my Xbox. Um, yeah, it's weird because you you usually push to have all consoles. I only have an Xbox One just because it was on sale one mm-hmm. day. Like I am not. I don't like playing my Xbox. I never play it. But better competition for Sony means Sony will be forced to do better things. 
Yeah, no, that's definitely. kind of the the mentality. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, my uh, my whole thing, you know, came down to the fact of like I think it was like a time thing for me. Is like yeah, like I used to be all about having every console and the games for each one, and then you know as life happened and I became a dad and and everything like that, like my time became limited and I couldn't really dedicate time to two different consoles and i became a massive 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 sony fan because i mean at the time sony was releasing games that spoke to me like i mean Mm -hmm. we're talking ps3 ps4 era games like uncharted uh you know like they they just they jumped out i mean sony games are good but i've been a sony fan just because ever (laughs) since the original console it has been a very heavy japanese console Mm i.e a lot of rpgs a lot of anime-esque games yep and like honestly if xbox had great rpgs on it which they will hopefully if they're not buggy horrible messes (laughs) um i will probably play more of the xbox i have to get an xbox now because elder scrolls and all that will probably be on only that so yep so i uh i recently played streets of rage 4 on Game Pass with Katie, and we beat it. We went through ruled through all twelve levels, and we beat it. Um, we're doing Battle Toads next, uh, but I am currently playing both Doom Eternal and Kingdom Hearts Three on my Xbox right now. So, because they all came with Game Pass, and it's uh, you know I'm not going to deny it. Game Pass is an awesome service, especially for the games that are on there now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh but yeah uh, again thank you to the people who reached out and corrected me on my mistake i i really really appreciate it It, i'm I'm glad i was able to come on here now and kind of correct myself and you know tell you all that i don't i don't hate xbox i don't i'm going to be buying a series x as soon as i can get my hands on one it's you know i've just been privy to the playstation lately because that's where my time has gone has been to the playstation um and on top of that like you know like nothing nothing that microsoft really put out at the time was especially since the xbox one came almost out. to this day They're, like there's nothing really that they've pushed out no. where it's like no. check us out yep yep um so anyways moving on from all of that again thank you for the people who reached out with the corrections and everything and please Anytime you find us wrong, let us know. Let us know, because <laughs> I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> um, so, with Amazon talk here, did you know that Amazon has got a game system now? Like, officially? Officially. Officially, officially, officially. It will be... Like a physical thing I could buy? It. All right. So kind of it's because they have game studio now and i know they have a streaming thing they're working on so it's kind of going to operate like uh stadia does yes that's yeah that's what i thought yep uh it's called amazon luna but they're how they're going to set it up is it's not going to be oh hey you pay for a month of luna and there's going to be a limited amount of games you can stream and play and everything like that they are actually letting you subscribe to developers. Oh, like if I want a Square 
Square Enix one. I'd be right. like, I only you, want Square Enix games for pay, exactly five dollars or whatever exactly. instead of. A, I got you. That's, that's kind of cool. That's what they're doing with that. The reason behind them doing that is because it gives the developers exclusivity to market their content on Amazon, which means it'll allow Amazon to have more games on the service. Mm-hmm. Because the um, at the end of the day, those developers will make more money off of you know streaming through the Amazon service than they will through anything else. Um, it seems like it's basically going to operate Almost the same exact way as the uh, the Stadia does, except it's going to have like Alexa built in and all this other stuff. Um, I mean, it's, but is that enough? I mean, let's the, be real, Stadia. I, I, mean, I don't. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think that any of them are necessarily trying to compete with, say, like Xbox or PlayStation. I think that it's like, oh, hey, you know, here's an area where we can make some extra money you know marketing content and like like if they could incorporate some prime benefits maybe maybe i could see myself using it and i mean it's like look at how many parents they're probably going to try and you know win over with this because it's like oh you know johnny wants an xbox for christmas with you know this 70 dollar game but the 70 dollar game is also available on the amazon thing so you know there's gonna be a lot of mom and dads and grandparents who are like oh well, i'm not gonna spend 500 dollars when i can spend 80 and get what they think is the same thing so <laughs> but uh but I-, I do find it interesting that you you know, we've got more and more people entering the uh, the streaming world when it comes to game streaming. Uh, f- you know, for me, I haven't messed around with it too much. I was a beta tester for Stadia, and it was buggy as shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I did mess around with it about it was like a month ago because they they put Destiny two on there, and you could mm-hmm. play and you could play it on your phone. Do they got four K yet? Uh, they said they would have 4k from lost and i'm pretty sure they never had 4k for I, I i'm not sure i'm not sure because i actually haven't used it on my tv so um i might want to i'm going to check that out though but i know that amazon said no to 4k right now it's 10 good it's 1080p 60 but they hope to bring 4k in the future I mean, if, if people are using those capabilities, let's be real. Full HD, i.e. 1080p, is totally fine, serviceable. Let's be for a streaming service at that. Yeah. And 4K takes up a lot of bit bit uh, bandwidth. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, example, did you know Netflix is like one third of internet? <laughs> or some like ridiculous number like that. <laughs> so I mean, if you you're forcing 4K 4K games and all this extra on stuff, like you're gonna have to up your internet usage and all you know, your better speeds, download speeds, and all that. And oh, it's not really a thing you need right now, especially for a streaming service. No, the whole point of a streaming no. service is to say I could just play it and not worry about anything. So. No, and I think like the area where if I were someone who used these services, I'm mostly gonna use it on my phone. On my tablet, yeah, exactly. On my laptop, um, you know, especially for someone like me, I'm gonna have the other game consoles anyways. Already for your 4K TV. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not a, 
I'm not knocking Amazon Luna. I'm not knocking Stadia. I'm not knocking anybody who uh, who wants to move forward with trying to bring put games into the hands of more people. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I just find it I find it interesting the approach that Amazon is taking with the oh you can subscribe to studios instead of just having one standalone subscription. But I feel like for some people that may be a better value because like there's like there have been times myself where like okay i pay for a subscription for something say like playstation now and mm-hmm. i go and i look through the library and i'm like meh meh there's not much i want to play here but like oh hey admittedly yes That's you know true. like like if i can subscribe to a specific game studio that i know i like and have the option of playing you know, a massive library of that studio's games, well, then I may be, it may be more of an incentive for me to just subscribe to that studio because I know I'm going to be able to play more games that I know I like and I know I'm going to want. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious how, how they'll go forward with it. Um, I'm also, I have to wonder if they'll, as you said, if it's focused on developers, but a lot of developing houses are owned by bigger publishers. Mm-hmm. Like Square itself owns Crystal Dynamics, IDOS, Montreal, and they own a third developer house outside of their Japanese-owned developing house. So it's kind of like, would they charge more for a bigger branch, or would they really just break it down from house to house and be like, it doesn't matter if Square owns it you're getting IDOS games and that's yeah. what you're paying for. Well, I know as of right now, it's a lot of indie studios that are on the Amazon list. The only AAA studio that I know for sure is Ubisoft that you can okay. subscribe to. But the Ubisoft catalog, um, it's pretty good. I mean, it literally has almost every single Assassin's Creed game on there with the exception of uh, Valhalla because it's not out yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they haven't said anything about Valhalla being added to it. But like, you can play Assassin's Creed 1 on this. And it's like, like you can't even play Assassin's Creed 1 on the PS4 or... Or nope. the Xbox, unless you have the disc. So, <laughs> I, I mean, think... would you really want to? Let's be real. First no, one, I, no, no, four no. mission types or something. No, <laughs> but it, no yeah, I get but, what you're saying. But at the same time, like the story in the first one, which set up everything, was great, and I wouldn't mind reliving that story. Which is why I've always said that, like, why won't they remaster one? <laughs> like they're remastering all these Assassin's Creed titles, but can we do? Can I, we do, I think it's one? because of what I just said. I don't. I don't think, but you could change the mission types. Like, I mean, I'm, all right. I shouldn't say remaster. I should say remake. It needs a full blown. Yes, exactly. A remaster because I don't feel like you did. It did well in terms of sales, and it had a very uh, big fan welcoming. Mm-hmm. But I think critically, it didn't do. Like, I think it was like a seven on average. Did you Did you know that Assassin's Creed was originally supposed to be a Prince of Persia sequel? I. Uh, you know what? It kind of feels like it. Like that's that makes what, sense. That's, that's what it was supposed to be. It was, it was like a prince, a sequel slash spinoff. Is yeah, what yeah. It was it was like spiritual to be. successor. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. um, but uh, excuse me. Um, no, like with uh, with this service going forward with Amazon, um, 
I am curious if we will see Valhalla eventually, like after it releases. Probably of course, down the consoles. The, like six months, three months, a window like that or something. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm curious. Is like, okay, if these if these streaming services end up do kind of catching up a little bit, will it get to a point that like, oh, hey, like this new game that's coming out is launching on PS4, Xbox One, and your you know your favorite streaming services on the same day? Like, I'm curious if we will ever get to that point. I mean, consoles are probably going to die sooner or later. Oh, for sure. They're like, so there's, like, there's no doubt about that. Like, <laughs> everything is going to go the way. Maybe they'll they'll probably be a PS6, but I doubt they'll be a PS7 or something like that. It's just no, because we we got to get a PS9. I know they advertised it. It went in your brain. <laughs> if they wanted to do that, I'm cool with it. But I'm just saying. Like how things are now, especially with like how Xbox doing the cloud, X Cloud or whatever. Like, are consoles going to be necessary? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? There's lots, lots of changes happening in the gaming industry. I know, including changing what our characters look like. So, as yeah. you know, Ashton, we've got Spider-Man Miles Morales coming out with a PlayStation 5, but then Sony also dropped the bomb and said, hey, we went ahead and remastered the one for PS4, even though Do I don't... Do you fucking need to? Like, it's I didn't 4K. feel like they needed to. It's HDR! <laughs> Why are you... T- Why? Why are you trying to charge me $70 again? Mm-hmm. Not again, but you know what I mean. Now you're going to charge me $70 for the same game. Yeah. I mean, I... I wish that it were one where it's like, okay, hey, this is a PS5. If it was both. It's a PS5 game. If you owned it on PS4, like, here, like... Well, no, no from no. <laughs> from what I understand, their upgrade process um, is actually pretty lenient. Um, even with discs, too. Apparently, you'll be able to put a disc in, and if there's a PS5 upgrade available for it, you just click this little thing, and it'll be like, you can now use this. You have to keep using that disc, but like from what I understand, it's an easy upgrade process. They're trying to make it an easy upgrade process. Here's hoping, because I'm really curious how that's all going to go over once these systems launch with people who have bought, you know, previous gen versions of games and how that's all going to work out. Um, um, they put out a blog. They have a PlayStation blog put out a huge post about how their upgrading process will be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this feels like that should be included or Miles Morales should be included in like this should be an addition to Miles Morales yeah, or something. Yeah, not not another like, OK, you want to play both Spider-Man games? Here's fork over one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing. Why did they change Peter? I mean, he looks more like uh, Mr. Holland. He looks like Tom Holland. That's what I was getting to. That was my point here with the, with the changes um, is for anyone who has played the Spider-Man game for PS4, absolutely amazing game, visually stunning, gameplay is fun as hell. It's Spider-Man Batman. Yeah. It's Spider-Man uh, Arkham Asylum, but a little better. Yeah. A little better than Arkham yeah. Asylum. Just, 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 just a smidge. Just a smidge. Just um, not but flavor. F- for this remaster for the PS5, they completely changed Peter and, Parker. <laughs> and it's stupid. That is stupid. Why is it stupid? Because Spider-Man in the Spider-Man game has been Spider-Man for like seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, is still a teenager. Like, Peter Parker in the game's like post-graduate. Like, he yep. is working for real development tech houses. 
Yep. He's not some kid that just was nope. like, hey, whatever. What I really have to wonder is if they're going to use the same model for Avengers when the Spider-Man exclusive stuff comes over. I have a feeling that's another reason why they they simplified uh, that's a good it. That's point. And they made it, a, it's a simpler uh, model overall. Because mm-hmm. like the original Peter Parker is a lot sharper. His details are more defined. Nothing against the Tom Holland remaster, but he doesn't look as good, in my opinion. So I have to wonder if it's going to be the same model that they'll just kind of be like, hey, Crystal Dynamics, use the, use what this guy looks like. I mean, that so. would be, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because <coughs> then it would feel like they're connected games because they are Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel's Avengers, you know? Yep. Maybe yep. there is like a universe they can build. That is kind of. That is pretty interesting that you bring up that point. Oh, I don't know. We'll just have to have to wait and see. I just thought it was kind of silly. Like, oh, they made him look like Tom Holland, yeah. but none of the other characters in the game are being made to none look of like. Them. The- <laughs> like- <laughs> Not a one. They could have changed Mary Jane to be like, uh, you know, colored, but they didn't. Yep. It's classic ginger Mary Jane, and it's kind of like. Why are you doing this? Why did you make your workers work? Like, there, there's hours and hours of pay you have to give someone to change a model like this. It's not just like a skin. Like, there's other things that go into it, like motion capture stuff. And, like, it's so much work yes. just to make someone look like Tom Holland. Yep. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But. Who knows what's going to happen when the game comes out, how it'll be received. I watched some gameplay of the of the remaster, and, I mean, it looks good. It, looks it, it looks like this pretty much the same game that was on PS4 at a, at a higher frame rate. So, <laughs> Like, the only thing I could imagine is, like, maybe the park is, like, foliage, more people on Oh, the, yeah, no, there's there's more fo- and stuff foliage. Like that. The, the draw distance is, is a shit ton better. Like, you can, like, as you're swinging through New York City, you see way more buildings off in the distance and stuff. But so like, you already see so much. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Bigger, better, faster, Ashton. No. Yeah, bigger, no. better, faster. This is what's wrong with the game industry. <laughs> Either they're making half-baked games and making you wait for a full game to come out with updates, or they're, like, milking things dry and being like, give us more money. Shame on you, game industry. Shame. Well, I'm going to shift the shame to rappers who now and i'm not Uh-oh. talking about i'm not talking Uh-oh. about i'm not talking about candy rappers no 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 I, be careful we don't want east coast versus west coast bullshit in here all right this, even though east still, coast east coast is that even still a thing uh did you not hear my east coast east coast yes it's still a thing what are you talking about well ashton are you familiar with the rapper travis scott not at all, but I know he's working with McDonald's. <laughs> he's working with everybody right now. He's literally on like everything. He's he's on toys. He's on cereals. He's with McDonald's. I think it is it McDonald's or is it Burger King? It's McDonald's. Is it McDonald's? Okay. Yep. Um. So he is being sued by Control Geek. Control Geek is known for making customized controllers and customized joysticks for pretty much pro gamers. Um, Their stuff is top of the line. It's pretty pricey. Um, 
so basically, Travis Scott held a virtual con or virtual concert in Fortnite. Fortnite was doing whole, you know, during COVID there, they were bringing artists on doing like virtual concerts within the game itself. And Travis Scott was one of them on there. And Travis Scott was showing off um, his... Like, he has his own brand of gaming merchandise that he is releasing. And the controller that he showed off basically took an exact image from one of Control Freak's controllers and their joysticks, and they just doctored it a little bit with... I, I forgot the name of Travis Scott's game company, um, but basically... What he was trying to show off was his controller, but they look exactly like the Control Freak ones, and it made people think that Control Freak was working with Travis Scott to make the controllers and the joysticks and everything. Mm. And it turned into a shit show because people started ordering the controllers and the joysticks, and they were crap. They were garbage. Okay. So they're tarnishing the control freak. Well, well here's where name. here's where it comes in. People were calling control freak to be like, yo, your controller's busted. And they're like, we don't make that controller. So then control freak is like, well, hey, we uh we're gonna sue you because you're literally copying our design and making people think that we make it when we're not. And Travis Scott's team came back with well, how about this? You just make the joysticks and controllers for us at no cost. <laughs> and, and Control Freak is like, no, we're not going to do that. How about you stop making the controllers right now? You pay us everything you made off of the controllers that you that you did sell. You destroy the remaining stock. <laughs> Damn. All right, Control Freak. I'm already against you in this argument, but now you're just, you know what? I hope you lose. I hope I hope they counter sue you. What? You think you hope Travis Scott counter sues them? Yeah, because fuck them. Why fuck, fuck that? They literally got their design and idea ripped off. <laughs> I mean, then, it's a controller. Like, it's... It, it, who are they really ripping off? The the manufacturers of Sony and Microsoft, if you really want to make the argument. Like, they're, they're controllers. Yeah, you could get custom scuff. Like, are they different from scuff? Are they different from any other, like, Mad Cats or any... Like, they're just controllers. Admittedly, Travis Scott should have been like, hey... These aren't control geek controllers. He like literally the, used images that belong to control for here, control geek. Like you and just Photoshop them and use that in his advertisement on Fortnite to sell. Is that his own true? Product. Yes, it is. <laughs> Like still fuck them. I don't really care either way. <laughs> I just think I just thought it was funny that like, you know, when they first talked to each other, Travis Scott and his team were like, oh, yo, no, like we won't we won't stop. But instead of like, hey, like maybe we can work together and, you know, both of us can make some money off of this. Travis Scott and his team were just like, oh, yo, no, we're not going to stop copying them, but you can make them for us. And then you make no money. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's also trash. Both both parties are trash. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it was like, holy crap. Are you serious right now? The only thing I like, I'm look, both sides, 
I agree. Trash, greedy, everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was initiated by the fact that Travis Scott r- literally ripped off their product. Like, ripped it off. And then, with the customer complaints, they ended up going to the people who didn't even make the damn controller. I mean, that's on people. <laughs> That's well, on I mean, the people. Thing, the thing is, con- well, the problem is, is Control Geek now is they're dealing with a lot of negative reviews on like their product pages. And I get, and, I get that is like, legally <laughs> that is someone is ruining their reputation exactly. with a faulty thing that is re- semi-related. <laughs> but, I'm not even going to say both, fools. Right, <laughs> fuck them both. I don't care. <laughs> fuck them. Because what are they yeah. doing? Like, I mean. <laughs> I, from what I know, I don't know. I didn't know they make controllers. I just know they make things for controllers, like things you put on your nub sticks. Yeah, or- as far as as far as I know, I think that the actual product that was ripped off was the joysticks themselves, and not a full blown controller. It was the joysticks that, that were that were ripped off. So and like, there's so many. Like, how do you like? That's our intellectual property. That's not how patents work. That's not how patents work at all. <laughs> so, like, fuck you. I mean, you. I would have been okay with Travis Scott if he was just like, hey, like, you know, here's a product that I'm making, and here's a picture. But he's a rapper. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that street cred to represent. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, admittedly, yeah. It's kind of gross either way. Go on. S- speaking of the streets, Ashton. Mm-hmm. How long has it been since you have uh, gone on the streets of GTA? So I bought like the PS4 version of GTA and I regretted it ever since. <laughs> I played it for like, I don't know, an hour. I was like, oh, cool. It's got first person and then never touched it again. Bought it for like 40 bucks. And the fact that they're going to sell it on a PS5 <laughs> kind of makes me want to burn down their company. Because well, that's insanely gross. Well, you can't really burn down the company, but how would you feel about supporting a rival developer who wants to make a game that takes on GTA and is headed up by the former president of Rockstar North. I would be all about that. Rockstar North makes great, made great, grin, great games. Um, but yeah, competition. Competition's good. Yep. I always support competition. So the former president of Rockstar North basically started a crowdfunding project to make a what he's dubbing a sci-fi GTA competitor. Uh, the game so far is, it's a project title, but it's being called Everywhere. And I guess it is supposed to be like, you know, you go to planets and each planet has its own big massive map, like a GTA type map. But the gameplay is going to be very, you know, adult oriented GTA style. So I have a feeling it's going to be somewhere in the realms of like being closer to, saints row i was literally just thinking that. then gta um but i do like the idea of having like m- like massive amounts of uh of maps um to be able to go through in your game uh what i found pretty crazy about this is that through this this crowdfunding he managed to raise 42 million dollars in less that's than a, a year's oh. time that's a lot of money yeah that's my cat 
So it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see if this game goes anywhere. It's in the very, 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 very early stages of planning and development and everything. So we probably won't see it until after the next gen consoles have been out for a couple years. So um, when you brought up when you started the thing with uh, crowdfunded, I was like, oh. And then like interest kind of died that second. <laughs> Not going to lie. Well, see, but it's cool that they got that much money. Well, it wasn't even like a lot of the money didn't even fully come from just crowdfunding. They actually got former investors for GTA 5. Oh. And there's actually not even just the former Rockstar North president is heading this up. Former Rockstar North employees are developing yeah, it as well. Yeah, cool. So, Did you know they're based in like Europe? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it'll a- be interesting to see a quote-unquote GTA competitor made by former GTA people. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, it's something I am very interested in. I didn't realize it'd be so uh, sci-fi going to other planets, but that's super cool. It, yeah. would, it gives you a lot of options for different architecture, um, like cultural things you can explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, it, it kind of makes me feel like it's going to be like No Man's Sky meets Saints Row. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, I feel like the worlds are going to be a little bit more intricate. Like, cause I, I feel like their goal is, is these worlds that you travel to are going to have massive cities like Liberty City mm-hmm. and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. which, which I think would be, would be really awesome. You know, maybe like, uh, each planet kind of has more of a individual corporation mm-hmm. uh focus kind of like borderlands but instead of all on one planet where it's shitty they each have their own kind of planet and it's all more focused on different kind of industries yep. or you know maybe this is the artsy planet where you got a bunch of snobby people and you gotta poison the well who knows it's being yeah. called everywhere so far you, you you're everywhere at once you have broken the laws of light and space because <laughs> everywhere if you go faster than light you're everywhere at once yes yep it's yep okay. yep <laughs> it's actually it's a concept from star trek hey i'm a huge nerd on to the next news (laughs) so tencent we know tencent they own like some absurd percentage of all game industry probably more like 10 percent or some nonsense well they are the top in the world then they make the most money from video games out of everybody in the world like they, they, they're involved in so much game industry. But what if I told you that two brothers who started a mobile game company have now moved into second place right behind them for sales of games? I mean, I would sales in general. <laughs> I would tell you that the gaming industry is slowly dying because of awful practices like the mobile market. So basically, these two brothers, um, they're Dmitry and Igor Bukman. Um, I believe they're originally from Russia, uh, but they are currently uh, based in the UK. Um, they started like buying up 
all these small mobile game games like Gardenscapes and stuff like that. Like whenever you have an app on your phone and they always show you an ad for one of these, you know, stupid little mini games. Well, yeah, and they're not even real ads. <laughs> they're like cartoon ads that are like, hey, this game looks kind of cool. Yep. It's not. Yep. It's um, not cool at all. No, they uh, they own about 150 different mobile games that they've basically marketed all across the world. Um, and when COVID struck and people were on their phones a lot more and tablets a lot more and people being trapped in their house with nothing to do, mobile games kind of took off and a lot of these games fell under this these brothers' companies umbrella uh they were originally in like 17th spot before covid and then when covid hit they rocketed to second behind tencent you know at least at least with tencent you're like all right i get the basic idea to have business in china you have to have a chinese partner Mm -hmm. so everyone flopped to one group because they manage so many other big groups Yep. So that makes sense. The fact that you're telling me that a bunch of filthy casuals <laughs> made this mobile market company number two in all game profits and business. All game profits. In the world. Yes, in the world. Tencent. <laughs> Tencent. Like, those are real games they're involved. Blizzard and Activision Square mm-hmm. and SNK and yep. Riot. Like, those are games. And then you got mobile market games, and I'm like, oh, God. Yo, man. Pe- people got to tend to their gardenscapes, their Farmville. <laughs> Look, I play Raid Shadow Legends. Yep. Not an ad. Um, so I get it. I, I understand. You want a game on your phone where you're like, I got to go to the bathroom, but I want to be entertained. Well, I think the one thing that really helped them is the fact that they have games across iOS, across Google Play Store, games on Facebook, like pretty much. Oh, any, yeah. Like they're they're all over the place with those games. So I just I find it pretty amazing that they are now second place to the highest grossing game gaming company in the world. Like um, bigger than Activision. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, I'm de- my soul is leaving my body, and it's Play just Ricks. like Playrix is the name of the company. Playrix, Playrix, Playrix. Yes, so they are now actually considered a legitimate rival to Tencent <laughs> because I mean, mobile gaming just keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. <laughs> I mean, you know, look at. Looking at like you and I have seen it firsthand. Like before we started this whole streaming gig, we were trying to decide between Twitch and Facebook gaming. And the one thing I noticed about Facebook gaming is like they were in a lot of like Eastern Asian markets Mm -hmm. and like 90% of them were playing on their phones and they were playing mobile games. It's like, that's where all that money's coming from. Yeah, no, (laughs) I, I, I get it. I understand. It's just, it's a sad turn of events. I guess it makes sense. Because, you know, not everyone... Modern console gaming or PC gaming is very much a first world thing. It's not some, but something most countries actually can indulge in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. Everyone's got phones, though. Smartphones yep. have become just like standard place around the world, period. Yeah. So I get it. Yep. Yep. 
No, I mean, like, part of me is just like, hey, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, uh, they only have 2,000 employees. That's two it. brothers and <laughs> two thousand employees. Like compared to Tencent, who probably has like hundred thousand or more. <laughs> like a absurd amount. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was kind of interesting. It's it's nice, it's nice to see the little guy get a win every now and again. I mean, but he's was, not the little guy anymore. They're not the little guy anymore. They were. They they're were the a bad guy. person now. <laughs> Why? Just because they're rich? Yes. <laughs> Damn you! Know, you you I'm annoy not... me with your gaming ads on my apps, and now you make more money look, than my favorite look, gaming companies. Look, look, damn look. you to hell! Hold on, look. <laughs> I may not be sexist, ageist, racist, or any of that, but richest, <laughs> I am not. So fuck them. <laughs> I damn you, know you all. Like, it's just like the talent scope. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. admittedly, for most mobile games, there is somebody who's behind the wheel who's making a very profitable product. But at the same time, I like video games. I see video games as art. So it's kind of like the antithesis of my, my belief in video games. Yep. It's, it's this I gotcha. fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we can stop talking about greedy fucks and move on to something. We will positive. never stop, though. <laughs> Always greedy. Always. Always. Um, so a bit of uh, heartwarming news here. I guess I guess you could call it heartwarming. Um, before I even jump into it, I want to say that I am like blown away by how the esports industry now has kind of found its way into the schooling system. That not only now, you know, are esports being considered sports, like they are a level of competition, a level of entertainment, like I'm sorry, like I'm so sick of the people who are like, that's not a real sport. You shouldn't call it esports. It takes hand eye coordination far beyond most sports, FYI. Yes. <laughs> Studies have shown. No, there's, it takes teamwork, there's... communication, planning, strategy. Most esports are on the same level or beyond most modern sports, mm -hmm. anyways. It's yeah. a silly argument they ever say. They're just a video game. So. Now there are a lot of schools now who are having like their own esports clubs, their own tournaments, and eventually pushing for like, okay, like this could become like, you know, a varsity JV modified type sport where yeah. schools actually compete against each other. Albany uh Albany High just uh I think this year announced that they're gonna have an esports team. Mm -hmm. That's and awesome. like that that's just the high school in my area. It's like the major one in the area too, and it's it's cool, it's great. So, uh, and another thing, a benefit to this oh. too. Sorry for cutting you off. Oh, you're fine. But uh, it also like uh, computers are very important, especially in the modern age and going forward. Kids need, you know, to know how to ma manage these kind of things. And I think that also kind of adds that to schools. Like I know when I was a kid, we uh, we had computer lab, but. A part of computer lab was once a week, everyone got together and we could play video games on our computers. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just a step towards kind of 
putting more budget into modern electronics into schools and stuff yep. too. Yep, for sure. For sure. Um, so that's the one thing that I was kind of get into here with um, with kind of the hot topic was Chicago. Chicago was a great city, but it is plagued by a lot of crime um, and a lot of uh, underdeveloped you know, city areas. And I'm going to say underdeveloped, but I guess like it deals with a lot of poverty. I guess that's yep, the best way like a third of that city is yeah. in, in poverty. So there are quite a few schools in there that obviously, you know, getting esports isn't probably on the top of their list. Um, and it may be something that may not be accessible to them at all. So basically, this community organizer in Chicago got together. They are basically, they, they do their best to kind of introduce video games and esports as a whole to kids in these really, really impoverished areas. Um, they teamed up with the gaming stadium, which is actually a esports stadium in Canada. And this stadium group is coming to Chicago and they're going to be setting up in multiple Chicago high schools and turning their gymnasiums into esports arenas and all and it's they're going to host an NBA 2K tournament hey. at the schools and uh it's it's kind of cool because number one like they're introducing esports to all these kids but it's going to help kind of bring that community together in itself like bring all the schools together um it's going to be it's just going to be a great way to introduce like these areas to to esports as a whole and all the money that they make from it is going to go back into those communities and it's going to help minorities get into esports and just gaming in general Wish a lot of them are locked out of just because yeah. of wealth mm-hmm. i mean it's yep. shitty but that's really cool yeah Yep, that's really no, cool. I thought it's I, an it's it's an honorable thing. It's another option for these kids to also get out of poverty, mm -hmm. much like how uh, music or sports as a whole, like basketball, are a big driving force for minorities. This is cool that it's more of a electronic technology mm -hmm. uh, venue for them yep. because, admittedly, yeah, they could continue on being esports like pros or athletes, but yep. that could also lead their interest into developing tech, yep, uh, managing tech, all these other venues, yep, just as a whole. And that's really cool. Yep. Thanks, yep. Canada. Yeah, I mean, thanks, Canada, and and thank you to. Uh, I wish I had. I wish I'd written down the name of the uh, of the group. It's like it's like Chicago Chicago Esports United or something like that. Is the name name of the group but uh but i think it's awesome that nba 2k even is chipping in to this yeah they're, they're they're providing the games and i believe oh oh and the cool thing is too is they are doing both a ps4 and xbox division oh cool so like you know basically you know if you are a kid who has access to either one of those and you're good on one but not good on the other well you get to enter a division where you're actually good at it so it's just like me, like NHL. I have NHL for both Xbox and PS4, and I suck on the Xbox. <laughs> I mean, a controller <laughs> is a big aspect of how you interact with games. Mm -hmm. And also, I like my co controllers symmetrical because that's what makes sense in my brain. <laughs>
when I move the camera, right, i.e. first person, I also want to move the camera, i.e. the camera. So, like, if they're next to each other, right, follow me on this. I'm following you, man. <laughs> See, the... I feel like you're walking me into hell, but I'm following you. <laughs> See, the controller. And that's another big reason why I like PlayStation is just because the controller is symmetrical and it my brain can handle that better than switching around on the d-pad or like just because like i don't why why would my thumbs be this I like i'm rarely touching the buttons i can't say that that really affects me too much um <sighs> i mean especially since i've been going back and playing my xbox too much more it's for me it doesn't doesn't really bother me too too much um i did however get my hands on an elite controller oh where you can move the thing what's that where you can move the yeah you can like completely customize thing but it's for the most part shaped the same as the regular s controller Mm -hmm. but it feels lighter and better in my hands than the normal s controller does so um i'm kind of happy that that's like the controller that we'll be launching with the uh with the series x oh by standard yeah yeah, it's That's coming. Cool. It's coming with elite controllers. Because the fact that that controller is like a hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks, bro. Hundred and fifty. Oh, even <laughs> you're making my point even more so. The fact that that controller is a hundred and fifty bucks. It still requires batteries. <laughs> <sighs> Just throwing a rechargeable, bro. They're standard on a. You could buy a PS4 controller for guess how much on Amazon? Like forty bucks. All right. So, so I used to be, I used to be one who was like that too. I was like, man, like, like I don't get it. Like, PlayStation has had rechargeable controllers now since the PS3, and but I get it where, like, Xbox and people who play Xbox are kind of coming from, where the fact of like, oh shit, if the battery dies in my PlayStation controller, then my whole controller is screwed. Whereas opposed to like, okay, if the batteries go out in the Xbox controller, I just got to pop in new batteries and all right i'm gonna be real with you (laughs) i've never had a ps4 battery fully die on me i have had it for ps3 once but admittedly that's what like a 18 16 year old console at this point or something like eh, no i mean i i i i get you like i've never had an issue with it either but hey I, I guess there's that's people that's who a have. fine point. So. I guess if you're worried about your game pausing automatically because it'll be like your controller's dead. Oh yep. no! I'm ragging on you now, Xbox. So I'm trying Put to rechargeable in I'm there. I'm trying not to rag on them. No, time, no, I will. This is the one point. Stop supporting the battery industry, you scumbags. Put rechargeables in your goddamn. Make them removable the, if the that's the case. The battery industry is in charge of making the rechargeable batteries too. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Just make the pack because they make the rechargeable packs for the Xbox yeah, controller. I, mean, I have I have the rechargeable packs for my Xbox controllers. So. Just make that standard, right? And then just have someone. You get more money out of people that way too. No, you, you get all. more money by selling them batteries. <laughs> Well, they're not making the Duracell money. Duracell's making the Duracell money. What, what? Think of all the remote controls that are losing their batteries every day to Xbox controllers. End of the day, they're, people. End of the day. If you're happy with what you're playing, good on you. 
Always question what the industry is trying to feed you. Don't be compliant with bullshit. Ashley's trying to take this episode down dark path. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm pro-consumer because I'm a consumer. Uh, this Thank episode you for the, the raid. just got raided by Evo Bandito 666. Thank you so much for the raid, dude. Mucho Welcome everyone gracias. to episode 13. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I had for, for gaming news, man. Do you have anything you wanted to touch on before we move on to entertainment? Ooh, yes. All right. Um, so Sony did a full console breakdown, which they, they had a guy at their little office fully tear apart a PS5 and it is very, very easy to replace that hard drive. Like... You literally just pop off a cover and the th slot is basically right there. That's awesome. Thank you for constantly making your consoles easy to just swatch, swap out hard drives because terabytes aren't big enough. And admittedly, your hard drive for the PS5 will only have slightly under 700 gigs. I heard it, because was, I heard it was 825 after... Uh... That like, is what the Xbox apparently is going to have. Oh, okay. It's even less okay. on the PS5. Okay. Um, which sucks. That's not a lot of space. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's super <laughs> fast, so it's kind of like, okay. But I mean, that's that's my thing. I mean, as long as like the downloads and the installs are relatively fast, like yeah. it doesn't bother me too much because I'm only going to be playing a handful of games anyways. I don't need to have all you know 50 games that I like know I have exactly. I want to play. Like, I mean, it's just like recently when I had to download Infamous, it's like, okay, so I want to play Infamous. It literally took like three minutes to download it. And then the install was like two minutes. So, okay, I can wait five minutes to get yeah, my exactly. game. <laughs> um, but another cool thing that they announced. So out of a thousand plus PS4 games, there are only 10 that will not work on a PS5. Do we know the 10? <laughs> they are like really bad, <laughs> shitty games that no one will miss anyways. Hey, hey, those really bad, shitty games could be someone's favorite. You're right. <laughs> and they have bad taste. Because <laughs> like they're like really obscure, like games that people really won't miss. It's older titles, too. I think um, one of them is a bigger ish game. But it's just not supported anymore by the developer. So it's okay. kind of like no one will work on it. Mm -hmm. But like literally it's like one out of those 10 games might be someone actually care about. But like a thousand games, a thousand, and there's only 10 that won't work. That is phenomenal. That is crazy backwards compatibility. Like, like I thought like some weird obscure, like I own a lot of weird like import Japanese games. Mm-hmm. All of them will work, and I am crazy surprised that some of them will. Because, like, no one's going to work on them either, but, like, it's just how they're built, I guess. And, and that's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. backwards compatibility, baby. Yeah. 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 I love it. I mean, that's good to hear, because I was kind of, I was a bit concerned with, like, okay, you know, is it really going to be nitpicky with what games are going to work? So, but it'll be... I don't, know. I don't know. I just I can't wait. I, I can, but I can't wait for the consoles to come out. I want one really badly. 
Like, either one. At this point, I don't care. Give me one during the launch period. Psycho, um, uh, Psycho Batman actually pointed out that although they will have backwards compatibility with these thousand plus games, there will probably still be issues, but that's true for every backwards compatible system. Like, for any of the Xbox, like 360, uh, Xbox, the 360, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, that is very true. Sorry for cutting you off. Just no, wanna... no, no, you're fine. There were some good points, and they are very relevant. They yes, did put indeed. in the disclosure, and, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, my my thing was, is, like, when I do get my hands on, you know, a PS5 or an Xbox, am I going to keep my xbox one or my ps4 and everything now is leaning more towards what's the point <laughs> gone be gone you jet engine i mean fly away i mean it's either that or like i give one of them to my kids you know i mean yeah you could do that so that makes sense for you too you can you know repurpose it yeah for me oh the second i could get rid of this loud ass bitch <laughs> just the sec it gets so hot too but apparently that's another issue that was also revealed the PlayStations will get up to 150-ish Fahrenheit. Okay. Which are technically hotter than what most co modern consoles run at now. So just be aware of that, apparently. Um, that's pretty hot. Did you know your CPU on your computer will fail if it gets up to like 170-something? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you are cutting it close with your consoles, bro. So yeah. I'm kind of worried, like... Maybe red rings might be a thing. Red rings are back. <laughs> They're coming back. Like 150 is really hot for a standard like gameplay like session. No, I, I mean I I agree. I don't know. I'm I'm curious like how it's all gonna go over when the consoles launch. Are we gonna have systems that are starting to overheat or is this gonna be smooth? Is it gonna be smooth? I'm I'm having a feeling that because like that's. Like, for most people who don't, like, care or are really knowledgeable or whatever, they'll probably put them in less than optimum places for mm -hmm. ventilation. So, it won't so much probably be on the uh, the company, Sony, Microsoft, probably be more on the consumer yeah. for faulty issues like this. Yep. But, like, I don't know. You're kind of... You're kind of making it easy for consumers to do that at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, who really is at fault? But either way, like I said, the second I can get my, rid of my Pro, and I'm going to trade it in towards a PS5 too. Just like, yeah. goodbye. I want a PS5 for like $400, $300 something dollars. And... I'll have that ugly thing. Oh, also the the base is screw in. I, I I saw that, and there was kind of a funny video that somebody put together of comparing the two systems, and like you know if you can like if you, each one having a vertical and then horizontal, and I thought it was funny how like the PlayStation one was like okay, here's this plate thing that you gotta unscrew, mm -hmm. and you gotta flip it over and then screw it on on there, and then, and then there's the a little screw, <laughs> there's like a screw cover in the base that you have to plug into the thing when you take well, it off. They they ran a timer alongside the video of how long it takes to put the new Xbox sideways. Literally, the new Xbox is just lay it down. It just bloop, bloop. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to help with ventilation. 
I'm thinking maybe someone got a little too artsy because these two corners are really close. These two corners are really far <laughs> apart. It looks like it would just wobble around and stuff. And it, it looks like one of those like big houses from the Jetsons when it's laying sideways. Yeah. <laughs> on the saucer houses? Just yeah. like let's go. <laughs> Here's the PlayStation. <laughs> yep. I'm its wife. <laughs> That's right. I marry it. I'm the wife in the relationship. Got anything else, bro? Are you ready to move into entertainment? Entertainment, here we come! So I actually have a couple things to add to um, to the entertainment list here that are not mm -hmm. on our show notes. Mm -hmm. um, number one, I watched The Mandalorian again, this time with Katie. Okay. Um, second watch through was even better than the first one, just because it was all just little little shit that I noticed here this and there. This is the way. Yes, yes. I have spoken. <laughs> I like. I was even sadder this time watching Quill die. <laughs> um... But uh, aside from that, I uh, I finished the first se or the second season of The Boys. So, did you know that I was going to watch that today in preparations for? Oh, were you <laughs> this episode? But you're like, hey man, you want to do it? And I'm like, I guess, sure. Well, we can like, save that. We can save that for the next podcast where you and I could both recap our feelings on. Yeah, uh, okay. On it, um, I will say this: I enjoyed season two. But feel like it it built up to so much that it needed more than eight episodes to tell. It's a little weird. Uh, I've heard in the news, too, that it's in question if there will be another season. There is going to be a season three. That They confirmed it a while ago, but most mo like outlets now are kind of like, we don't know. There's production issues. And it's like they confirmed it. Like they paid for it already. So I don't under... Ah. I mean, they definitely ended it on another cliffhanger. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. So Obviously. So, I mean, like, you know, but we can get into it in the next episode. So yep. make sure you come back, everybody, for episode 14, and we can do our entertainment recap of The Boys Season 2. It will um, be called The Boys Watch The Boys. The guys watch The Boys. <laughs> the, fine. I, I mean, I was going for a thing, but, yes, the guy. We are referred to the guys. The guys of The Boys. The boys um, are the guys. The guys are the boys. We're here. And another show that I just started watching is Vikings. I actually hear a lot of good things about that. I've only watched the first few episodes so far. Um, it is really good. And it it has insanely good reviews, too. Um, when I first saw, like, previews for it and everything, I thought it was just going to be, you know, not that we have all... Uh, a ton of them, but I thought it was just going to be one of those typical kind of Viking tales where it's like, oh, okay, here's this Viking family and this guy you're going to grow to love. And then England invades, and now it's going to be him fending his homeland off from England. No, it's actually about this dude who is like, fuck this Viking way of life. I want to go west. <laughs> okay. And Is um, it about how he discovered America first? Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Well, no, I, I found it. It was. It's kind of cool because it's like, you know, this clan or tribe or whatever you want to call. It, I'm going to say clan. Um, 
you know, they talk about doing like their they do raids. And mm-hmm. basically the raiding is like they're going into villages pillage. and towns, pillage, rape everything. Hey. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm just I'm saying, dude, like I know, like, but everyone knows. <laughs> it everyone was hardcore. Knows. Hardcore. <laughs> um but they avoid going west. And I feel like a lot of it, there's going to be some sort of like conspiracy going on between like the rulers in England and France and everything like that. And the current people who are running the show in like Scandinavia, because that's basically where the mm-hmm. show takes place, Scandinavia. Um, but so far, the show has just been a setup of like, hey, you know, I've, I'm running away from the Scandinavian tribe. I want to journey West. He like, he thinks that there's cities made of gold and there's these different gods and everything like that. Is he talking about El, uh, El Dorado? Yes. <laughs> no, maybe It'd be cool. If he interacted with like, I don't know. My, they're not in the same time period. I was going to say, I, I wish I, I... <laughs> you imagine that Mayans, Aztecs, Vikings, Vikings versus Mayans. <laughs> that would be fucking extreme. That would be epic as hell. <laughs> For those that don't know, Mayans, crazy, violent people. Vikings, they had a crazy, violent people. <laughs> they had a form of basketball where they would take their enemies or the people who lost the last game. And they would throw their heads through the hoop, like ba- like just sideways basketball hoops, and that was the sport. Well, they show they show a scene in in Vikings there where this one guy who is being accused of murder, and it came down to the fact like you know the the dude who he killed was like trying to steal the guy's land, and they still found the guy guilty. And they beheaded him. Like he had, he, like he was so basically he was found guilty. He was sentenced to death, and it's like you get to choose how you're executed. And he's like, "Oh, beheading, please." <laughs> he's just like, "Just please, just uh, this sucks, but just just cut the head off, you know. Make sure you get a little down here, a little a little bit below the neckline. We'll be good to go." <laughs> yeah, just take a little off uh, <laughs> around here. But, but they cut his head off, and then like everybody in the crowd starts playing like soccer with his head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> another another culture that also used heads in sports chinese and dodgeball yeah. <laughs> just so you know weren't sports some, fun back in the day <laughs> i'm saying we should bring back blood sports just, just bring them sign, back <laughs> just sign some legal waivers and you know may, people don't have to die but if things happen you know you mm-hmm. know a little a little twist of the neck. I'd be all for it, you know. A couple weeks ago, we had discussed the fact that there is going to be a Resident Evil series that is going to be coming to Netflix, and I talked about how it's going to focus around the um, apparently the children of Albert Wesker and this manufactured Umbrella City and all this other stuff. And then like a week later, you send me a random trailer for something that's coming to Netflix called Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. And I'm like, what is going Whoa! on? Like, <laughs> we just shot up to 46 viewers. How that happened? We just got raided while you were gone. Oh, oh God. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it it's is just okay. the number shot up real quick, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> what is happening? All right. Yep. Yep. But yeah, um, yeah, I did send that, and I was like, is this what you're talking about? Or... And I was like... <laughs> Is this what I was talking about? Because number one, there ain't no Wesker in this trailer. Nope. It's literally freaking Leon and Claire. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I see it's animated because they definitely said the Netflix thing was going to be live action. So no, they are two completely separate projects. Uh, the yes. live action thing is still coming. It's still in development. Um, we may not see it until um, 2022. Okay. So, um, but this new thing here that you sent me the trailer for, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, is, um, I believe, a animated miniseries. Yes, that- I read into it a little bit. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be, uh, this isn't the only Resident Evil news that came out, too, in terms of movies or mm-hmm. TV. Uh, but these are supposed to be, like semi-continuations of the game's story, apparently. I don't know what that means. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) But, like, they're supposed to take place either in between the games, like, where did Leon and Claire go immediately after number two, basically? Mm -hmm. Like, post-nuclear drop. Um, But in, in other Resident Evil news, too, they're redoing the movies, and apparently those are going to also be based off of the video games. Like, 100% based off the video games. Like, the cast are all the all the characters from Resident Evil 1 or 2. So, Jill, Chris, Barry Burton. Barry Burton. Barry uh, Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Whisker, Leon, Claire, all that. I almost feel like that's what the episode should be titled. Just Barry Burton. <laughs> Barry Burton. <laughs> So when I played uh, Resident Evil on stream for Twitch, whenever Barry would come up, that's constantly what I... It's Barry Burton. (laughs) You're almost a jail sandwich, Barry Burton. Yep. Well, yeah, a lot of Resident Evil news, and I'm pretty excited about the the CG stuff because yeah. it looks really good. Yeah, I mean, this um, isn't this isn't the first time they've done like a CG movie of Resident no, Evil. No, it would be the third third one. I think there's mm-hmm. two CG movies out yep. there. Yep. Um, but I guess I thought the only Resident Evil thing that was in the works of Netflix was the live action series, and then all of a sudden they they drop this one here. I'm just curious of like where in the timeline it takes place, considering it is. Leon and Claire together again um, makes it pretty interesting. And on top of that, like, where do these games fit in, or these not these games, but these series? Where do they fit in with the current games that we are getting? Like, well, are we, uh, uh, we going to uh, see like little like Easter eggs and stuff, kind of like how they're doing it with Star Wars, and you know? Mm-hmm. But um, no, big I thing. Mean, I, I'm I'm excited for it for sure. A big thing with the the games now. Uh, the the remakes overall, not so much seven or eight. I'm just let's ignore those for right now. Uh, they are they reworked two and three's story to be more coherent throughout. So like example in Resident Evil three remake, they referenced the Plagas and Nemesis. So like he was researched with the European branch, and that wasn't in, in the original story. Uh, uh. And he also can infect people with Plagas. And there was a few changes in 
the RE2 story where it kind of tweaks what happened before, kind of what happens after. And all this is kind of because they're going to remake four. So they might remake all of them and change the story overall to make a more coherent story. But let's face facts. There's going to be vampires and werewolves in eight. So I don't know. So I I don't know why I even try to make sense of it at this point. Just embrace that you're a weird survival horror game series. Just run with it, please. I mean, I'm kind of okay with them going back and retconning some things to make like their current timeline sort of cohesive. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with them doing that just because like I I went back and I watched a YouTube video. It was a couple weeks ago that was like, oh, it's like the, the whole Resident Evil timeline in less than two hours. And it was actually not less than two hours because he broke it up into two hour increments and it ended up being like 10 Are you hours talking long. about, I think, I think I know what you're talking about. Cause I also watched like the timeline video of this one guy made. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name, but. But even going back and watching those, you know, there was a lot of inconsistencies between going from the original Resident Evil up to like Resident Evil 4. So if you're to go back and you're like, say, like, okay, like, you know, we're going to scratch some of the stuff that we did in the classics to Mm. make like what we're selling right now. Like better. I mean, essentially, it is exactly what's happening with Star Wars. Like, okay, like we're going back and it's some of this stuff. Nah, it doesn't count anymore. Doesn't count anymore. It's not. It's not canon. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it it feels like they're you know they're trying to create a new canon for Resident Evil, and as long as you have the core characters, their core mm-hmm. storylines and everything, I'm okay with it. Like I'm I okay mean, with you going back and changing some things and stuff. Like I'm totally cool with that. Everything before uh, Resident Evil Four honestly does need to have their stories like reworked and luckily they did mm-hmm. because even from one to two there are huge time gaps yeah. of like when the infection originally hit raccoon city yep. and like when the cannibal stuff started and it's like in the actual lore it's like two months but they're referencing cannibals in resident evil zero which is set like the like a two a week before Resident Evil One or something mm-hmm. or like a couple days and it's like that's not how if there was that's zombies see spread like a virus and they go real fast you you eat somebody then they get up and eat somebody if you Res, Raccoon City would be on fire by the time Jill even got to the mansion basically if that's how the timeline would have yep. worked because it's just it's not how the you portrayed zombies in two. So yep. it's kind of like they definitely do need to be reworked, and luckily they did. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, it's uh, it'll be really interesting to see going forward what what is in store for the Resident Evil franchise, be it the Netflix series, be it the games, everything. I'm excited. I love Resident Evil. I know you've been having fun playing it again on your streams mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, October. I uh, I've been kind of disappointed with the movie side of things like I, th- I know like COVID has really shut down movie theater. So like we've had a lot of release dates pushed back and, but like there's not much that I've seen that's going to be coming out that excites me that much. Um, I mean, I mean movie theaters even, are dead. Well, AMC I mean, and, is just I'm, closing. I'm period. not even, I'm not even like talking about like, just like the theaters themselves. Um, 
I'm just talking about movies in general. Like even the stuff that's supposed to be coming out next year with that they got that they pushed out to next year. I'm like, meh. Like I'm not I'm not overly excited for the upcoming Marvel movies. Like the, there's four of them coming out next yeah, year. And like I'm not I'm not super hyped for them at all. And like literally I was trying to I spent like probably 20 minutes one day on like Google and YouTube being like, all right, like movie trailers. Like there's got to mm. be something new, something awesome, a reboot, a remake, a sequel. Something's got to be coming out. And I'm really literally there's nothing. The only thing that kind of semi caught my attention was this movie love and monsters. And even that looks kind of corny. Um, I feel like it's either going to be marketed to people like us or marketed to people like us who have kids. Um, when I watched the trailer, so basically the, uh, from what I'm taking from, from the trailer is the movie is set in like a post apocalyptic world. And there's like these elemental monsters that have taken over like everywhere and like giant spiders, giant frog, like just basically massive monster, like almost like Godzilla, like mm -hmm. monsters that like live in different areas of the world. I'm and about this. this kid is basically trying to get to his girlfriend and he has to like brave going outside. I think I've seen this trailer. You, you might, yeah, you might have, because Michael Rooker is in it, too, the guy who plays Yandu. Mm. Um, he's, like, the, you know, he's, like, the hunter guide guy who helps the kid. But the movie kind of gives off a Scott Pilgrim-like vibe. I love Scott Pilgrim. So that's what made me think, like, oh, this actually could be fun, because it has, like, a Scott Pilgrim vibe to it. It's this kid who's just, like, you know, he's going to fight monsters and try to get to his girlfriend. So. Scott Pilgrim was so good of a movie adaptation that I read the whole Scott Pilgrim manga series like shortly mm -hmm. after seeing it. That's mm -hmm. like seven books or some nonsense. Yep. Yep. And I'm I'm, I'm actually going to they're bringing back the game. For, yeah, I heard. I'm for it's like ten, like 10th anniversary. They're like this has been out for 10 years now. Oh yeah, but God. here's the thing. You couldn't get it anymore. No, they it took was, it off it was the only network. On PS3. You couldn't even get it for PS4. It never even got launched on PS4. No, like they took it off PS3 too. Oh, did they? Yeah, like oh, it was oh, a limited, okay. it was on the store for like two years or something that they took it off because yeah. they lost the license to Scott Pilgrim. Um, because it, it is the best beat em up I've ever played. Yeah. I mean, I showed, uh, I showed my girlfriend uh, the trailer for it right after we beat Streets of Rage. I was like, we need to play this game. And she's like, oh, that does look like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. It's so good. Um, but yeah, because it's. Uh, it, the first announcement was the fact that it was coming to Switch. And then they were like, oh, no, it's coming to everything. PC, Xbox, and PS4. Um, and with, like, new levels and new characters. And oh, that's cool. And power-ups, everything. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like this ultimate edition with extra stuff. So I'm, I'm going to uh, play that then. Yeah. No, I'm going to get it again. I'm definitely going to get it. I will pay for that game again. <laughs> that was a good um. game. Really, really, really good beat 'em up game. It's a, uh, it's interesting you bring up uh, the next year's movie lineups and all this other stuff because I'm with an opinion of Clown Prin Prince of Games in our chat that the only thing I'm really looking forward to is the Steiner cut that comes out next That's year. That's true. I totally forgot about that because I want to see the original Vision. I want, yeah. even if it's bad, I don't care. I want to know how it was supposed to go down versus what we got. Because honestly, Justice League kind of fucking sucks. I hate the fact that Batman is the comic relief. I hate it. He's not, he doesn't do it. 
Batman's comedy is being like, you suck. But not not even that. It's just like he takes jabs at people with this like grim tone, and that's his comedy. But in the movies, just like <laughs> Ben Affleck, <laughs> and it's just it's awful. Um, like it, uh, with the Marvel movies, like uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out in May, then it was supposed to come out around my birthday. Now it's like pushed to next year. I don't really care about Marvel movies anymore. Um, I feel like Endgame, in my opinion, was the end for me. Like, the Thanos saga. Like, it's the most important thing that happened in Marvel Comics anyways. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I know they want to build up, like, Galactus or or something else. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. But, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to like any of your villains as much as I like Thanos at this point. Mm-hmm. And just having four movies in one year is too much. Like the Spider-Verse movie that you want to do with uh, Spider-Man 3. I hope they call it Homesick, by the way. Homesick is a great title. They should run with that. The fact that they're you getting Toby... first on the Midlife Gamers podcast. <laughs> they, homesick is a great title for their, like, Far From Home and, Marvel like, Disney. Homecoming. We'll have our people call your people. People. Do it. The fact that they're getting Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield for this Spider-Verse movie, that's a cool concept. I like the fact that you're making the old movies canon to, like, the new stuff. And I like that um, Doctor Strange will have a big role in it. But as a whole, that's the only interesting thing about any of the next four Marvel movies they're going to do. And honestly, I don't really even care that much about Spider-Man as a whole so like i don't know and then like what there's wonder woman wonder woman was a good movie but eh. like i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna see it in the theater so it's kind of like besides any random hits or like disney movies i don't watch disney movies i don't watch pixar movies i i used to go to the movies like sad, two times man. a month too like i would go to the theater i'd go by myself whatever i don't care and like I would see anime movies, any any comic book movies. Like I was very like active in terms of being a movie goer. And now, like with movie theaters closed, I don't think I'll ever really get back in that habit. And that, yeah. that's kind of like I miss seeing movies in a crowded theater, but I don't think I ever want to go back in a crowded theater because people are gross and they might kill me with their sickness. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> be gone <laughs> you know take a movie going experience you know fun you hear people laughing and getting scared two i die <laughs> so i mean decisions right you know where where do your priorities lie <laughs> Oh. Could be the best movie of your life. It could be. Probably <laughs> won't be. This movie's worth dying for. That's what the quotes will be in the future. Um, no, but aside from that, I haven't really watched too much. I've still been watching massive amounts of both CSI and CSI Miami. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, here it is. Everyone in chat right now. Post your best one-liners. Winner gets a $10 gift card for Amazon. Do it. Go for it. <laughs> Winner will be decided for next week. 
Sorry, people listening to this episode on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Amazon, and everywhere else you can find. You know, I just realized I haven't done any plugs yet. No shameless plugs. Oh my god, I'm out of. It's been two weeks. I'm out of habit. Oh god. I mean, they could still. Like I I said. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like we've actually had a pretty productive conversation this episode. Yeah, instead of stopping every five seconds, because you know I gotta plug our podcast, which is on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and Audible, wherever you listen to your podcast. There it is. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, and also check out our out. content on YouTube. You can, yeah, do that. <laughs> the one do thing that. that you do. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, admittedly, yes. <laughs> Watch my YouTube videos, people. Although, you know what? They don't get a lot of traction, but the people who do comment and watch them, like the few people that do, I love you. <laughs> I appreciate you. You make me feel good about my life. Yes, Ashton has been amazing at keeping our YouTube channel fresh with new content. It's pretty much all exclusive content, too. He he does episodic videos of his gameplay of certain games, and he's got quite a few videos up there right now. So um, definitely go go check it out. Um, he puts a lot of work into that stuff. Uh, eventually, we're going to have some tutorial videos and um, different stuff going up on the YouTube channel. But I want to put anime reviews. I want to put whole bunch of stuff there's lots of stuff on the horizon lots and lots and lots of stuff that's going to be coming so um yeah like i said i haven't really watched too much else i have gotten back into listening to my star wars audiobooks uh currently i am about to finish up the uh thrawn alliances audiobook um it's just basically um, more Clone Wars era stuff and the relationship between Anakin Skywalker and uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, but before he became Grand Admiral. Um, And still, you know, going back into it, like the interesting thing about like how him and Anakin and Thrawn became friends, like big time friends during like the age of the Clone Wars. But then once Anakin became Darth Vader, like he despised Thrawn and did like everything possible to continue to I mean, kill Anakin Skywalker's connections if you, to anything. If you lived pleasant. in a suit, <laughs> if you lived in a suit that put you in a constant state of extreme pain every second of your life, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably hate every single person on this planet too. But it gave him unlimited power. That's not even true. I know. That's not. I know. I know Palpatine was a dirty liar. <laughs> like, let's be real too. Like, did Palpatine ever have unlimited power? Like, he almost died twice. No, he. All right, for one, he did die from the same thing twice. But like, oh no, I'm using electrical powers and I can't stop because you have a lightsaber and it's reflecting on me. I could stop, but I won't. And I just no. Oh, good, Anakin, you saved me. I'll forget this moment 20 years down the line, and I'll die because I won't use it, won't stop using force lightning because I'm a f- fucking idiot. Just the dumbest person. So I saw a really funny Star Wars meme that um, I never really like realized or taken into account watching all the movies, but it was... Um, 
the first image was the picture of Obi-Wan versus Anakin, and it was Obi-Wan standing up, you know, and from Revenge of the Sith, like, I have the high ground, Anakin, you know? And mm-hmm. then it, the, the next picture was the scene from Return of the Jedi where Luke is up on, like, a bridge area above Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't say, I have the high ground, but put, <laughs> somebody put, I have the high ground, <laughs> and Darth Vader says, fuck you, and then just throws the lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> I've like, learned this I'm lesson. Like, you know what? Why didn't Anakin do that? Like, fuck you, Obi Wan. Just throw the lightsaber at him. <laughs> Real talk for being. You were my brother. Like, I'm gonna let you, you know die. What? You know what? Fine, fine. It may not have hit Obi Wan. He might have deflected it, but it would have yeah, given whatever. Anakin like a split second to do yeah. like, some force jog really quick up to him and like uppercut, like kaja. <laughs> Could have had a completely different Star Wars story if Anakin fight, had just thrown his lightsaber at Obi Wan. That fight's so ridiculous. The fight is so ridiculous. The way that we had a whole episode about this. I don't care if it was a month ago. What is up with Obi Wan just being like, "I love you, but fuck you, but fuck you though." <laughs> Like, I could help you and probably change you and bring you back to the light side in this one moment you need me, but like, bro, fuck you. Bro, you got, you got no arms, you got no legs, you're just laying there in the sand, like. Sorry. <laughs> nope. I was going to leave you here to die, you know. Maybe the Emperor will find you and turn you Maybe. into you yeah. know, space robot death machine. <laughs> It's like the one character thing out of all the prequel where it just doesn't make sense at all. Like, not even a slight bit. Anakin, you are my brother, but burn in hell. Yeah. (laughs) But you said mean things, though. And you killed kids that I can't prove was you, but maybe it was. Who knows? It was him. No, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was him. Did it? He did it. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. But you know what? That's pretty much all I got for entertainment, man. You got anything? You you watching anything? I had two weeks now without me, so. <laughs> um, I watched actually quite a bit of stuff, so I have to think. A lot of this stuff is actually locked to Netflix. I watched a Korean drama, which I almost never have ever done before. It's called The School Nor- Nurse uh, Chronicles, I think, or Journal, Diary or something. It's like a six-part episode, a uh, six-episode little series about this super cute Korean lady who could see jelly. And the jelly is bad. And she helps people <laughs> with jelly. Wait, wait. It- like 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 spreadable physical jelly <laughs> it is it is that but it's not like food jelly it's like psychic jelly oh. and like in the like the psychic jelly right she fights it with this like light up sword and this like bb gun and she's super cute and it's a fun little adventure it gets a little serious at the end like there's like some there's a part where someone dies very graphically and you're like oh well, there goes my joyful youth, I guess. And <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's, I don't want to spoil it because, once again, it's really short, but like, it's super fun and it really gets you in the feels. I hope there's another season. I really want there to be another season. It's based off a book that this Korean lady made 
she got involved and then was like, I will not allow you to make this a thing unless I direct it. And they said, okay. Mm. So she got to direct her own adaptation and it is flawless. I love it. Love it. Love it. Check it out, everybody. Very nice. And then I have to look up the name because I mispronounce it. Ken Keegan Ken Kengen Asura. It's basically a fighting uh, anime. It's like corporations get hired fighters to fight against each other, sometimes to the death, for corporation rights and power and all this other stuff. And it kind of sounds like a goofy thing, but like there's like character backstory between some of the fighters and the corporations and like some are underhanded some are like deceiving it's kind of like a game of thrones-esque environments um and like the fighting is just great the animation's great it's one of the few 3d animes too notice 3d animes where i don't even like 3d anime i think 3d anime is garbage shouldn't even be done it's one of the Mm -hmm. few where i think it's done right because only the action parts, the heavy action or movement parts are in 3D. All other scenes or moments are regular anime that's kind of embellished with 3D. Gotcha. So it has the both of best words, and it's phenomenal. It's like on par with Baki, if you've ever heard of it or seen it. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, see, we have someone in chat right now being like, it's like Fight Club. It is like Fight Club. That's cool. It's dope. That's uh, really I re- cool. I, I watched season one, season two. I really can't wait to season three. Um, it's, it's amazing anime. Um, I think there's... Uh, I don't really can't... I can't really think off the top of my head. I don't know if I mentioned Dragon's Dogma in the last episode, you but I watched did. that. I did. did. Okay. You did. Yes. Because um, I believe that led us, led us into talking about Record of Lotus War. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, yep. Hmm. There's an anime I, I can't think of off the top of my head, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done much. I was mostly just playing games or lying around reading. I'm, nice. I've been reading uh, Dark Knight's Dark Knight Death Metal, I think is the title, which is fucking sick. Oh, this is like, it's a big comic book event in DC, and it's so good. It's so good. I love it. It's been like a, a, like a, see, someone knows. Clown Prince of Games knows. It's like been like this story thread that's basically been building up for the past like two, three years, Mm -hmm. and it's getting to this conclusion point, and it's fucking phenomenal. They're doing a lot of weird altered versions of classic characters. That just yeah, I we wouldn't see otherwise. I believe I um, there was a period of time and I, I stopped because like I just life got in the way and other things. But I um, I'm a big fan of the YouTube channel Comics Explained. Oh, I also watched that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob uh, Rob Core. Yes, yes, Rob yes. Rob Core. Yeah. <laughs> um. He, uh, I believe it was, it was the, what you're talking about. He explained, explained that. And I remember seeing like all the, the crazy different versions of like the DC characters. I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like a big theme for, uh, Dark Knight or Death Metal 
And the same for metal, the previous, like... Uh, I think it was metal. I think it was just, yeah. just metal, yeah. There was these darker versions of Batman, or... In, in the original series, they showed off a version of, like, this vision of the dark multiverse, which is just dark versions of what we know as the comic books. Mm -hmm. And there are, like, renditions of every character you know just in horrifying, like, different ways. There's, like, a Superman, like, leech monster. There's, like, a Flash you see that's, like, part robot spider. And, like, they do all these crazy variations with, like, multiple Batman. There's, like, a... In the new series, there's, like, a... A magician Batman he's like kind of a dork and like there's uh, in the older one there was like a a flash Batman mm -hmm. where he just it's just great just yep. read the books read modern DC timeline Justice League stuff just read it find a way <laughs> to read it because it's good Scott Snyder is fucking amazing he oh, yeah. is a great writer i i love him i love mm -hmm. him to death he's one of the best mm -hmm. like modern writers in comic book industry period i remember when he was coming he used to be a, a recurring guest on kevin smith's podcast the original fat man on batman he was a recurring guest him and greg capullo both were um were recurring guests on there um I don't know if Greg Capullo is still doing a lot of the art for Snyder's comics, but I know early on, especially in like Court of Owls and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, Greg, Greg Capullo did pretty much almost mm -hmm. all the art for, for those. Right. Um, don't know if you know this or not, Ashton, but Greg Capullo is from Schenectady. I didn't know that. Yeah. He actually still lives in Schenectady. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Scott Snyder was the, he basically built like modern Batman. Batman, yeah, no, definitely. Like, like all the good bat modern Batman stuff is all him. Yep. Like, yep. I mean, Batman's always been good, but like, really, the only good stuff, the only good run, I would say, is Scott Snyder's. Because it was like, funny looking at the the pictures of like one from like Comic Con and then times from like when they were in the recording studio with Kevin Smith, and like Scott Snyder is like this. Lit any bitty dude and greg yeah capullo, greg capullo is like the hulk man yeah uh, a cool thing about scott too is um so my favorite anime my hero academia mm -hmm. uh it's writer i can't say his name because it's a very complicated japanese name um he was being bullied on twitter because he did something with his characters his characters that people didn't like mm -hmm. and scott snyder actually was like yo man keep up the good work like he kind of boosts some of his threads like he's a big fan of my hero 2 and like anime as a whole and i was yeah. just like that's really fucking touching that just like this american dude was like yo this other guy from across the world who's also doing something very similar yo i got your back yeah and like that's he's a good person yeah and yep. also dude who makes my hero is a good person leave him the fuck alone you <laughs> freaking idiots he almost gave up doing the the manga because he was bullied so much he got death threats and stuff damn yeah like just because people were like i don't like this vegeta s character boo hoo and it's like grow a fuck up you incels <laughs> i called it what it is he's a good person i'm sorry that characters can change and grow <coughs> but yeah that was pretty much it no oh, nice dude Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. 
Well, I ain't got anything else to add to the entertainment for this week, so I'll be looking forward to when we dive into our talk about the boys on <coughs> next week's episode. Um, next week, we should be back to our normal schedule of recording on Wednesdays and everything else. So I know the past couple weeks have been chaotic, so I'm sorry to all viewers, listeners, everything. If you guys have been checking every week, you'll be like, where's the Lewis episode? Where did they go? They disappeared. Now we're still Don't here. Don't worry, baby. We're still still here i'm here for you just life life gets in the way sometimes as let me get understands. real asmr for you right now <laughs> i'm here for you nice <laughs> nice um so yeah uh lots of new stuff on the horizon for us um we got new emotes coming to the twitch channel new merch going up in the merch store ashton's gonna keep plugging away on his youtube on, on the youtube channel with all of his episodic videos um i will be posting up some tutorial videos as soon as i really get this hang of actually editing videos the way i like them <laughs> um, yeah it's uh something that takes a while to get used to and then at a certain point, you're just like, I don't really care as much as I should. And you kind of just do what you can. Yeah. Episodes. Yep. Um, so lots of new stuff coming. Lots, lots and lots and lots of new stuff coming on the horizon. Hey, Corey, did you know you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, <laughs> Amazon and Audible, wherever you listen to your podcast? There it is. There it is. Hey, still got we it. Almost went, we almost went like the whole episode without a hey. shameless plug. We're at the end, though. We, <laughs> we, are, you know. we are at the end of the episode, and it's kind of perfect timing because I have to go in a little while to go get some stuff for dinner tonight. But before we close each and every episode, we bring to you our two truths and a lie. Last week was Ashton with his Sailor Moon, My Little Pony, and Care Bears, which I was wrong. Thinking it was mm -hmm. Care Bears? Nope. Never doubt, bro. Nope. Nope. They have nope. sunshine that literally comes out of their gut. I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my week for the two truths and a lie. This week, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back into my history, my personal history. Mm -hmm. The origins. Yes. The Corey Beasley origin story. <laughs> Not really. This is just three random facts. <laughs> so, number one. Number one. Mm -hmm. Since the Sega Dreamcast was released, I have owned every video game console at launch. Number two. My father and I were almost robbed picking up my PS2 from Babbage's. Number three, I sold my PS2 for a new GPU because I figured an emulator was going to be available soon anyways. Which one is the lie? I have a guess. Do you? Yeah. Do you wish to guess now? I won't reveal no. the answer now. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure, it's the last one. Who would sell a PlayStation for a GPU? Come on. PlayStation you think 2. You think, you think it's the last one? Yeah. PlayStation last... 2? Man, you can do anything with that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I know you could. I, I, I modded. Exactly. It played a lot of Japanese games on it. <laughs> a lot of Japanese games. A lot. It's but almost we will like see. it's a Japanese console. 
We will see you next week, episode 14. Hey. We will have your answer. We will indeed. And one of these days, we will figure out how to properly do polls so we can let you guys all interact with it a little bit more. Um, but before I mean, we, we can sign do live off, polls with what's the, that? the thing, we get with the. With the stream thing, it's temporary though. It doesn't last long. Yeah, That's the real yeah. Issue. No, I was trying to think of something that's going to be more integrated with our social media pages. So, but thank you, everybody, for hanging out today. If you are here live with us on Twitch right now, if you are listening to the episode when it's finally made its way to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, Amazon and Audible. Amazon and Audible, indeed. We're like everywhere now. Everywhere, Midlife Gamers is everywhere and it's awesome it's actually really really cool to log on to some of these other services and see our show see our logo it's it's really cool um we are now about 20 downloads away from hitting 400 downloads for the show which is awesome um yeah uh the twitch channel has been taking off like crazy so definitely if you are new to the show, you want to hear more of us, you want to see more of us, check out our YouTube, check out all of our social media pages. Um, we are live every single week, hopefully going forward here. We might have breaks in between. Um, live on Twitch. And then 24 hours later is because of Twitch's exclusivity with content. Uh, 24 hours later, the episodes are available on Spotify, Amazon, and so on. So... Thank you, thank you, thank you so much again to everyone who has been here supporting, listening. Everything you guys have done, you're amazing. Ashton and I wouldn't have this show without your guys' support. You guys are the best. And I know Ashton is a little bit indifferent about saying this, but we love you. (laughs) I say I love you all the time. If you watch my YouTube videos, you would know I say I love you at the end of almost once a week. (laughs) You thought I was going to say every episode, but I don't. He does. He he likes, you know, he likes to reserve it for special occasions. Yeah. But uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in this week. It's been fun. It was kind of rough having a couple weeks off from the show. I miss doing this. I'm happy to be back. And I'm excited. Best one-liners. Amazon yes. gift card. Yeah. Yeah. Send us send us your best one-liners. If you if you watch CSI or CSI Miami, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much again. It's Corey and Ashton signing off. Pew, 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 pew,